In a global industry where anything can happen, where mistakes cost much more than dollars, we bring you expertise from around the world to ensure that everyone goes home safe every day. The internationally acclaimed Oil & Gas HSE podcast starts now with your host, Russell Stewart. Hey everybody, yes, this is the internationally acclaimed OGGN HSE podcast. And your first clue may be that lovely British voiceover intro to the show, and then my heavy accent, the Texas accent that follows. But we are listened to in over 100 countries, and we are indeed dedicated to the goal of everyone coming home safe. That's why we have today as our special guest, Mr. Cam Barrett, who is the CEO of Field Safe Solutions. Cam, thanks for coming on the show today. Great to be here. Great to be here. Thank you. So, Cam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, where are you right now? Yeah, great. I am in the wonderful city of Calgary, Alberta, Canada, just about 60 miles just east of the Rocky Mountains. Yes, that is the gateway to the Rocky Mountains and to Banff and to Lake Louise and all of that. Let's see this. Have you got any snow yet? This is September already. Oh, no. We're a month away from that. It's a, it's a beautiful day and be a lot of folks outdoors today enjoying enjoying some some weather in, in the high high teens Celsius, so it'll be great. Where are you looking at today, Russell? I'm in Houston. Great. Excellent. I'll be down there later this month, and yeah, look forward to, to spending time with our U.S. sales team in that market, along with all of our great clients. Okay. Well, if you happen to be here on the last Thursday of the month, you might want to think about joining our OGGN happy hour here in Houston. Right. I appreciate that be great to meet you there. So Cam, let's jump right into this because some of I talked to some of your folks, so I know a little bit about Field Safe and you seem to have a very interesting story as to how you got started and as to what you're actually doing. So let me kind of just back out of the way here and you tell us about yourself and tell us about Field Safe. Great. Well, appreciate the opportunity to be here with you and, and be speaking to people in over 100 countries along with you today. So yeah, I have the pleasure of serving as CEO of FieldSafe, a role I've now had for, for coming up on four years. And our organization does one thing, and that is we digitally transform the at-risk worker safety experience, right? And so if we break that down... Yeah, break that down. Exactly. Big, long sentence, right? Big, long sentence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sounds impressive. You know, and, and it really is. The team's done a, a tremendous amount of work to have the vision of the organization come to the place where it's at. But we just believe there's a better way. And we believe that tracking where workers were, you know, didn't need to be done by call-in centers and text messages back and forth across various members of an organization. We believed we could use the mobile device that was on the person that they were familiar with, that was easy to use to do just that. And we've been successful in accomplishing that. And then we said, well, why stop there? Why, why don't we get rid of the paper, pen, and clipboard that everybody carries around with them to you know, complete JSAs or vehicle inspections or near misses and the like? What if we digitize, digitize that? And then we went one step further and said, well, what about that, that big white binder with all your standard operating procedures in it? What if, what if we took that and turned it into digital content it was easily available at the right time for the right person. And then finally, we said, well, why don't we take all the credentials that people hold, you know, whether that's working at heights or confined spaces or first aid, and let's make sure they have all those credentials in, in one place as well. And that's how the company was founded. 
We said that we, we believe that the field workers want to utilize digital for the benefit of themselves and their, their company. And we believe that they need an easy to use platform. And we've developed the easiest to use platform in the market. That's what our customers tell us. And then finally, we said, well, what if we did it all in one place? So the user, when they're engaging with their mobile device, any Android, iOS, or Windows device, class one, div one, class one, div two, those types of devices, well, they could do it all in one place, right? And we, we knew that was important from the feedback we had from the market as well. So you came up with this idea. I mean, how did you come up with this idea? What was your, what was your background? What, what spawned this? And are you exclusive to the oil and gas industry? You serve other industries? Great questions, Russell. So the founders of the organization predated me by about three years. They had some experiences in their time in the field that they felt, you know, there, there was a gap and they continued to ask questions and got really curious about how technology might be utilized to solve, solve some of these problems. When we look at the industry, our ideal client has three attributes, right? The first is they're an asset-based business or they service assets. Number two, they have a rural component. So safety gets much more difficult 300 miles, you know, outside of a major metropolitan center, you know, Houston, Calgary, and the like, than it is in the downtown metro center of those cities. And then finally, our ideal client, in the first paragraph of the annual report, the CEO, she or he, uses the word safety, and often more than once. So safety is a core value of the clients that we serve. So energy clients are certainly at the top of that list. We proudly grew up in Calgary, and as mentioned previously, had a satellite sales office in Texas, but there are many other industries that adjacent industries that we've we have many clients in environmental, land, engineering. And then we have clients in, in the grain business. We have clients in telecom. So there's a it is not limited to the energy services business, but you know, being a an organization that's you know now growing at the pace that, that we have, we were very focused to ensure that that we understood the segments that we served before moving on to other segments. Is oil and gas your segment or what's your background? Yeah. So, yeah, you, you, you know, spoken about my background. You've asked about my background a couple of times, Russell, and I'm not avoiding the question. More that I've had a 20 plus year career of leading technology organizations in various leadership roles. And the vast majority of that has been spent here in Western Canada with organizations that had the challenges that Field Safe solves. Right, they, data was being born on paper and therefore dying on paper, and the full value of the data was never being recognized by the organization. Right, that was the biggest challenge that organizations faced because people trying to make decisions with partial data is, you know, a big a big challenge that we're hoping to overcome. Yeah. Hey, it's Mark Lacour, editor in chief here at OGGN. Sorry for interruption, but I wanted to bring up a few quick things for September. First, our happy hour. If you don't know this, our happy hours are usually last Thursday of each month here in Houston, unless there's a holiday, and this month is no different. It's going to be Thursday, September 30th at the Canon. Our happy hours are much more than a social event. Our happy hours include a learning component, very strong networking, food and drinks, and then most importantly, the money that we raise goes to fight human sex trafficking. So by you showing up at our happy hours and participating, you're helping us fund the fight. So thank you. Then we have a new show, our Low Carbon Solutions show. It is awesome. It's very pro-oil and gas. At the same time, we're also exploring low-carbon solutions. 
And if you don't know this, besides the podcast you're listening to right now, we have 14 other podcasts for your listening pleasure. You can find them all at OGGN.com or any place that you download and listen to podcasts. Then finally, if you want to do something different, if you want to play a role with us here at OGGN, maybe have a little bit of fun, join the OGGN Street Team on LinkedIn. Just go search for OGGN Street Team, sign up. It's completely free to you. It's our all-volunteer group doing really cool stuff, such as reading pro oil and gas books to elementary school kids. Yes, you heard me right. We are helping educate our world's young people on the pros of oil and gas, on the advantages of the fact that hydrocarbons are the most valuable molecule to mankind. We're doing that. Why don't you come help us with that? And if you don't want to help us with that, maybe you can help us with our social media or being a part of our press team or 101 other things. But we can't do anything unless you sign up at LinkedIn. So go do it right now. Hopefully this was not too much of an interruption. I will see you again next month. Well, we're running into this lot in the safety field where, you know, technology is or taking advantage of technology is something that people are are seeing the value of. And so lots of folks like yourself with the technology background are very valuable to this process. When you talk about the client being able to take advantage of the full value Flesh that out a little bit for me and tell me, you know, what would be the process if I came on as your client? How does that work? Right. And we're, you know, we're very, it's a great question, Russell. I appreciate that. You know, we're very much a crawl, walk, run organization in terms of technology deployment. We believe strongly this is as much a change management exercise as it is about software. We're going to take people who've been doing things a long, for a long time in a very structured, repeatable way, and we're going to ask them to do things do things differently for the benefit of all, themselves, their safety, and their organization. And so when we look at what we do really well, it's getting data from the field to home office in real time. And so we call that the field data capture component of the exercise. And so that can take anywhere between 30 and 90 days for organizations to get to get good at that and to make sure that people are utilizing the platform, they understand the value, and that the platform is, is meeting their business needs. But from there, you know, as we move into walk, now we start to drive some trends, some insights, some improved reporting, who, when, where, and why. If we could answer those questions, that'd be, be really valuable to an organization and have a strong impact on their operational efficiency and drive costs out of the platform that more than cover the investment that's been made. And then when we get into the run portion, you know, really that's where we start to try to predict and drive business outcomes of, as to where the next event might take place. And as a safety professional, you know, aside from making sure we have regulatory and audit compliance elements in place, that's where safety professionals spend the rest of their day is where might the next event happen and how can I proactively get in front of that? And so when we take all of this data and we marry it up with other data like enterprise asset management data, weather-related data, potentially HR data. That's where we call on our partner with partnership with IBM and IBM Watson, which is the leading artificial intelligence platform in the world. And we, we work with clients to get the data into those types of platforms to ensure that we can start to drive predictive outcomes. And so we have many clients that have arrived at that level and, and the results are tremendous. But again, it begins with, can we move away from paper-based processes in a crawl, walk, run approach. So when you talk about getting away from paper-based processes, and you mentioned earlier, 
you're out in the field and so you're carrying your your clipboard or or maybe your three ring binder or that sort of thing so you're basically eliminating all this and you're putting it all on a laptop a cell phone a iPad, how does that work? Really good clarification there for sure. That's exactly what we do is we digitally transform that field worker's experience. And we do so by taking all of those paper-based processes and putting them onto a mobile device of the user's choice. And you know, we want to make sure we have maximum flexibility for the largest enterprises that we service in the world. And so some organizations use iPhones, others will distribute tablets. Some may, may have laptops that are already in use. All of those are great device types that we we accommodate for sure. Okay. And then you have an interesting thing on your website. It's entitled, How Does the Internet of Behaviors Impact Health and Safety? Talk about that for me a little bit. Yeah, great. There's a lot of interesting things on our website. I like the one that you've chosen for sure, Russell. So, you know, the Internet of Things, we all know what that is, right? That's sensors and wearables and those types of hardware pieces. The Internet of Behavior goes to predicting the next likely behavior a user is going to take. And in this case, the employee. So, you know, for years, you know, I'll give you an example. For years, safety professionals have said, you know, if I could only get people to do more vehicle inspections, right? I could reduce the incidents. I could lower insurance costs. I could get my people home more safely at night. So historically, a safety professional sends an email out to 3,000 employees saying, please do more vehicle inspections. Right. The third time that gets sent, it's about as effective as sending an email to 3,000 people saying, please do more vehicle inspections. Just doesn't have the impact. So instead, what we do is we use a technology called geofencing and information we have about the user in terms of their location to drive that behavior. So in this example, Russell, we know that you're going to go to the fleet yard between 7.30 and 8.30 in the morning and get a company vehicle. And you've done that every day for you know, the last, last three years. And upon arriving at the fleet yard, we're going to geofence that fleet yard. We're going to put a virtual ring around that fleet yard. And when you enter there, that location, we know that based on the location information that we have inside our mobile device about you. And we're going to send you a pop-up that says, good morning. It's going to be 87 degrees today. Please stay hydrated and touch here to complete your vehicle inspection. Ah. Information we know about the user, we ensure that we take that information and ask them to take the next action with that information in mind, as opposed to sending everybody a text message at 7.30 in the morning when you know one in five of your employees is on a day off. Well, that has the opposite impact, the opposite effect. So by gathering information about the user, predicting the next outcome, and then pushing them the content when and where they need it, we're going to be much more effective as safety professionals to get the outcomes that we're looking for. Well, that's very interesting. So you talked about the crawl, walk, run strategy. So basically, you would start off going into a company, taking a look at, for example, all their you know, perhaps multiple processes and all of their paper streams and all that sort of thing. And you go from there and you start to build this system to specifically focus on the needs of your particular client. Yeah, it's a really good point. So it is a consultative approach without without question. That said, we've built our platform with maximum flexibility. 
as a self-service application. So many times the safety professionals that we work with, they know those processes. They're part of the DNA of the company. We are absolutely not there to, to change those. There may be times when they can be improved upon based on the use of technology. But you know, as we now have over 25,000 users on our cloud-based platform, we have a tremendous amount of experience as to where some of the quick wins might be, where we're going to get some champions and some super users in an organization to then have the platform go viral from there. Okay. And then let's talk about the elephant in the room here for the last 18 months or so now. And that's our good friend, COVID. There's been, you know, some challenges with pandemic safety and return to work support. Have you guys worked on that? Yeah, it's a really good question. So, you know, certainly whether it's wave two, wave three, COVID's here for a while. As an organization, we were very well, well funded, well established going into COVID. So we had the unique opportunity to kind of look across the valley as opposed to into the valley. And we came up with some solutions that could help our clients by making timely investments and small pivots to our business. So it turns out that being a digital health and safety company in the middle of a global pandemic is actually a very, very good place to be. And so, you know, we grew 229%. Our revenues grew year over year while working through the pandemic. And oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been a very, very, you know, difficult time for, for many. Certainly we're here to help and, and our businesses and our shareholders have been able to support those people going through very, very tough times. But, you know, when we look at getting information about people's location, their whereabouts, which translates to, are they at risk? All we're doing is taking standard health and safety conversations and extending it to those elements that are, are prevalent with COVID. So we'd submit to you that organizations have become more aware of where their people are. Organizations have become more aware of what people's health status is. And, and we think this is a great, a great movement towards utilizing digital to continue that momentum into the HSE space on an ongoing basis. Well, to follow up a little bit upon that, and this was the final thing I wanted to talk about, unless you have something in addition to it, but what you call lone worker monitoring. I think that's, you know, with field safe, you know, your workers are never truly alone. And, and especially in the oil and gas industry, you know, a lot of times these guys are out there in production fields or whatever, and they are all alone. There's some, it seems to me like knowing where your people are and understanding what they're working on and having them connected through something like this means that they're not alone, right? And you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Our goal is to make sure that people return home safely every night. We think we have a very important calling. We, we love that theme. That's our theme. We think we have a very important calling. And the teammates that I get to come to work with every day share that, share the importance of that, and really appreciate the good work you do your organization and, and the awareness you bring to the challenge in front of all of us. And yeah, look forward to one of those Thursday night, Thursday night events. And I'll even buy, I'll even buy the beer. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, we're, we're always looking for sponsors. That sounds great. Well, Cam, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Appreciate what you guys are doing. I guess, can I put your LinkedIn URL maybe in the show notes and put your website in the show notes? And if people want to get in touch with you, they can go about it from there. That would be fantastic and appreciate it once again. 
your time today and to all those out there, please stay safe. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Please tune in again next week for another episode of Anderson Hauser's Oil and Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil and Gas Global Network. Anderson Hauser is your reliable U.S.-based partner for measurement instrumentation services and solutions. We are your people for process automation. And speaking of Vince in Houston, want to remind you that the GPA, well, actually, this is an event in Texas. It's actually in San Antonio, but the GPA Midstream Conference will be in San Antonio, September the 26th through the 29th. And then the International Operating and Trade Show, that will be in Houston, October the 4th through the 6th. Also, Downstream USA 2021 is going to be in Houston, October 21 and 22. And finally, an automation fair, November 10th through the 11th in Houston. And I mention all of these because Anderson Hauser will be at all of these particular events. And there you can see their portfolio of oil and gas applications and products, technologies and services. As I always mention in the show, you can discover more about Anderson Hauser by going to our Anderson Hauser OGGN website that's in the show notes. And also we post the addresses to LinkedIn and to Twitter. Please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends about us on all your social media. And we'll see you next time. Tune in next week for another engaging episode of the Oil & Gas HSE podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.